0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Spirits Guide Podcast. I am Rich, your guide through the intoxicating spirits world. Now, on this very special episode, I'm joined by my friend, my brother, distiller, bartender, cocktail historian, all knowing spirits guy, the BSO. And we are here to drink some good tequila. And we're going to talk about hip-hop music and put together a playlist of some of our favorite hip-hop songs. And I know it seems weird, you know, a couple of middle-aged white guys going down the rabbit hole of the history of hip-hop. But there's actually something to that. We explore that. We talk about it. um, And some of the tequilas we taste are absolutely just mind-blowingly good. So, hope you guys enjoy it. I also want to thank you guys, as always, for listening, tuning in, taking time out of your day to listen to what it is that I'm doing here, uh, to take time out of your day to share feedback. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. And it just shows me that I'm on the right path of this journey, uh, not only for myself, but with all of you guys as well. So, as always, if you like what I'm doing here, Go to the podcast page on Spotify, give us a follow, give us a five-star rating. It just sort of helps to build when people are searching for podcasts like this, that it will populate in those searches. Uh, Follow on Facebook and Instagram, where you can leave comments and reviews on either platform. You can also message me directly through Instagram or Facebook. Uh... And if you really want to get in touch with me, you can email me at thespiritsguide89 at gmail.com. Yeah, love the feedback. Keep it going. And again, if you guys have a show idea, if you have a sample you want me to try, if there's something that we try in this episode, we're like, hey, that sounds good. I would love to try that. I'll do the best I can to get a sample to you. If you have a show idea, uh, if you want to come be a part of the show, I would love that. Uh, I always love sitting down and getting to talk to people about spirits and the other things that we do that kind of connect us all as humans. So, there it is. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Start attacking now. Yeah, get after it. Yeah, and just. We're just are, talking, hanging out. So, I the first one I put on was um, let's let's let people know what we're okay. doing, and then we'll we'll kind of drop all that knowledge there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know what episode this is going to be either. I don't know if we're going to tank Roadrunner or do Roadrunner later. I just okay. feel like it's so deep and dark and and you know, listening back to it. And people listening are kind of getting a chance to hear behind it. But when I listened to it back, I also felt like we were both trying to be so smart yeah. about things yeah, and not just have a conversation. And that's kind of what that sucks. I want to do is just have a conversation. So here we are, Spirits Guide podcast, the BSO, what up, what up, uh, in the studio And yeah, we're drinking today. We're drinking tequila. Mm. We're going to drink some really good tequila, by the way. Uh, And I have a (laughs) a special, an ultra special one to kind of close out with. Um, But we also do more than drink. We love music. We love books. We love movies. Love lots of other things. And I tasked the BSO (laughs) with a challenge that we were going to create a hip hop playlist. Task and a half. Um, Yeah, this was hard. And, you know. Who better than two middle aged white guys to <laughs> create a hip hop playlist? You know what I like there? I like the hip hop. Those rappers. The hippin' and the hoppin'. I <laughs> hop. enjoy that hip and hop. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we want to. I came to hip hop so late in life, and now looking back and, <clears throat> and listening to the really old school stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, African Bambada, Eric B. Rakim. Um, yep. Did you ever watch that hip hop evolution? Yes. Ah, fantastic. So good. So good. And how it moves across the country and, you know, in those different scenes that kind of popped up. And even Tupac, like I came to Tupac so late. Yeah. And now I listen and I'm like, Jesus, like it was genius. And so I'm kind of hoping somebody out there will hear this and go, you know, what? maybe I should dig into it. If you're a music nut, don't overlook this. This is, so so good yeah um and yeah. yeah like we were just talking about like when i was growing up and there's about a 10 year age gap you yeah know, when i grew up like rock music was white people music and rap music was was yeah it was rap it wasn't even called hip-hop it no. was rap rap yeah. and it was black music in my high school wasn't in my my grade school and junior high school was all white mm-hmm. So um, by the time hip hop came into me, it was, I think what a lot of white people my age was, was Run DMC, right. Aerosmith. Yeah. And then it was, you know, whatever was Anthrax yeah, Public Enemy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That. And then it was, you know, what you saw on MTV, Naughty by Nature, yep. De La Soul. But you only saw little bits of De La Soul. It was too. like Yo! and TV rap, Yeah. So like that was pretty much. The, yeah. And, and it was put <clears throat> in such an obscure time slot that yeah. we just didn't see it. So. Yeah, it was we kind of like Headbangers Ball. Yeah, like,
1: yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you had to stay up to yeah. watch Headbangers Ball. and It was only, like, once a week or something. Like mm-hmm. some it
0: like that. It was so far out of mainstream. Yeah. And, yeah, like we were just talking, like, white music was rock and black music was rap. And what you notice in that hip-hop evolution is, like, there was no clubs for these guys to play in. No. So all the hip-hop guys were playing in the same clubs that the... Punkers. The punkers yeah. guys were playing. yeah. You know, so like the Anthrax, Public Enemy thing makes perfect sense. Yep. They all were digging what everybody was doing. Yet, I feel like we were all lied to that it was a yeah. white thing and a black thing. When on the ground, it was an everybody thing. In everybody thing. Mm. Um, yeah, I was of a podcast we're talking about like California music too, of like what was going on out there with like all like Los Lobos was playing at the same place that Black Flag was. Yeah, right. Because they were all like outcasts, and there was nowhere else for them to play. I think a lot of those, you know, I think if you had the
1: opportunity to talk to rappers and ask them like, you know, what was your, what was your hard left? You know? And Mm -hmm. I think kind of punk fell into that category. I feel like punk and rap were kind of that. That's just noise. Turn that up. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I I feel there's like at least a little bit of influence. I have to stop saying the word like, as far as as far as that goes, uh, any glass, any glass you want. Um, so you want to start, or you want me to start? Yeah. Um,
0: I'll, I'll kind of I'm really excited about this. Together. So yeah, I I'm super excited, and I always oh, like, gonna talk about what we're drinking. Yeah, yeah. There's so much going on. Yep. Um, all right, so we're gonna start out by drinking, and I haven't tasted this yet. Um, I picked this up today for a lot of different reasons. I was going to do all Cristalino tequilas. Look at that bottle. Yeah. Jeez, that's beautiful. So it's a borderline, uh, what we sometimes call the pander packaging. Mm. Um, it's called Identity Tequila. It's a Cristalino Añejo. So Añejo, it's a year old. Yep. Um, and then Cristalino is they take it and they run it back through charcoal filtering, mm-hmm. which strips all the color out, and then it mellows it out a little bit. Okay. Um, which is the same thing that Jack Daniels goes through. Um, and I just did a sample size with uh, Comos Cristalino and El Mayor Cristalino, which I was going to taste tonight. And then I figured it's hard enough to get people to listen to us once, and <laughs> let alone listen to us review the same product twice, twice. in a row. Yeah. Uh, but for you guys who can't see the bottle, it's a big blue bottle. It's got a fuzzy fingerprint on there. It's got the pride rainbow. So, yeah. uh, and for every bottle purchased, they donate a dollar those causes. Oh. I think it's actually a Total Wine brand. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it's their Spirits Direct. But it's an attractive bottle. It's a Crystallino. Mm. I have a fascination with Crystallinos. Um, so yeah, what we were doing here is BSO and I want to create a hip-hop playlist for you guys to listen to. And when this is over, we're going to link the playlist into the show notes. We want to make it interactive. So... I yeah. want comments. I want to know, like, you know, it, first of all, we came up with fifteen, 15. songs yeah. to start this playlist. <clears throat> and I realized that I could have put 15 Beastie Boys songs well, on there I,
1: just to start. Let's start. Rich gave me the 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 task of um, you know, five five hip hop songs that you're just you know, that's that tells a story for you, mm. you know what I mean? And you no, know, I've been listening to hip hop since I was a kid since yeah. i was 11 11 th- you know 11 13 11 to 13 years old one of the first com- concerts i went to was on my list and i'm not going to reveal that yet because it's going to make me sound incredibly old but so he tasked me with five songs and then i get the the text message later on was that today or yesterday
0: i think it was yesterday yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> he's like so how about fifteen instead of five? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot more sense because yeah. I was having an incredibly hard time with five. I honestly wrote down five, would look at the list and go like, "No, something's gonna go." Yeah, yeah. you know, scratch it off, put something else on because there's this and there's yeah. that and there's this. You know, and it all marks you know certain points of
0: your of your nope. life.
1: You know what I mean? So, nope.
0: Yeah. So i I figured we'd do fifteen. We'll just reveal them. Almost like a draft. Yeah, yeah. And it 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 went through. Like even, you know, she was asking me, you know, how are you picking the songs? And I was yeah. like, well, like like I want people to get interested in hip hop. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I want to tell stories and I want to make the playlist that like I want you to be at work yeah. throwing this on, and I'm at work throwing it on, and somehow <laughs> we're connected because we're listening to the same stuff. Yep. So It's the list I wanted to hear. It's the list I want other people to hear. And and then I started to think like, all right, I'm going to leave stuff off because maybe he'll put it on the list. Yeah, right? (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. Like if I miss Wu-Tang, maybe he'll drop a Wu-Tang in there. Yeah, there's no question. But it's that, oh, yeah. We got to do this and then we got to do that. Yeah, (laughs) all right. So on the nose, like I said, I haven't tasted this tequila it smells like honeycomb cereal to me that was the first thing it with the milk yeah (laughs) yeah you know yeah like that sugar milk yeah and in mexico they can add sweeteners to tequila uh peter thomas is really good on knowing which tequilas have sugar added to it Mm -hmm. apparently that is a thing that you can do it's not regulated no okay um But there is a – I think it's called Tequila Match. There's an app you can load on your phone, and it lists, like, every tequila brand and who adds sugar and who doesn't. Really? I got a feeling there's some sugar added to this. It smells – the first thing you get is, like, sugar. Sugar milk, milk. yeah. All right. Here we go. Cheers. (sniffs) Mm. Wow. I mean, it still gets some peppery character in
1: the back but yeah that vegetal kind of
0: yeah celery ish but yeah <laughs> it's like they dumped honeycomb cereal milk yep and vanilla frosting
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's got that like glazed donut yeah
0: <clears throat> yeah you can definitely see this is uh marketed towards the millennial crowd. What was the name of that again? the teela? yeah identity. It's got a like a fuzzy thumbprint on there. And you got that at Total. Total. Yeah. Fifty bucks. Probably more packaging than anything. Yeah. And it's definitely I don't think <clears throat> that's marketed towards drinkers like us. Yeah. I think that's definitely marketed towards younger people with like a higher end kind of yeah. connotation to it. Yeah. Just because of the the amount of sweetness. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, feel free to crack that seltzer, by the way. Very sweet. Okay. I feel like, I feel like we should be sponsored by these guys. This is, <laughs> we drink these a lot. We're talking about hip-hop, and we're doing tequila today, like I said. This is... This is Wink Seltzer, Mango Seltzer. It's a THC seltzer. You get this at the... At Campfire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Campfire Cannabis. Hell yeah. Uh, they don't know we're mentioning them, but... Those guys are awesome. Yeah. Great looking store. You know, if cannabis is your thing and you're out in the West Boylston area, definitely check those guys out. Yeah. All right. So I'll go first. I figured we'd drop these in blocks of five. Sure. I literally, like, I, I hit a point probably about two hours ago where I was, like, I'm writing things down and I'm crossing them out. And oh, like, yeah. I've got papers and, and <laughs> lists and I'm like, oh, how can I leave off <coughs> Jay-Z? And, right. Oh, oh yeah. Like you know, and then I realized that my parameters were, like, one song per artist. Yep. Because, again, I mean, I could just put Run the Jewels 1 through 4 on there. and oh, yeah. You know, and go there. Yeah. So, in no particular order, my first five on the playlist, uh, Run the Jewels, Close Your Eyes. "RTJ." TJ. Um, so, that's that... funny because... I have that on my list. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Same song. Close your eyes and count the fuck, man. <clears throat> All right. Um, which is Zach De La Rocha too. Yep, yep. So I'm gonna pull "Close Your Eyes" off and go with what was my initial um, report to shareholders. Oh yeah. Slash yeah. kill your masters. Yep. Um, yeah. Definitely. Which I, I, there's something about De La Rocha's rap in those songs. Like he just fits in perfectly with what they do yeah um number two uh eric b and rakim don't sweat the technique you got that one too no i do have an eric b and rakim though i that, and it was so hard like paid full was on there um that on there. and then i went uh don't sweat the technique uh, dead prez hip-hop yeah is just killer what was the one on the juice soundtrack i almost put that on there too mm. um is that Rock Him? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and I didn't even go through like some of those great soundtracks. Yeah. Like Judgment Juice, Night. Belly. Yeah. Judgment Night is killer. Yeah. Um number four, and again, no particular order. I love this one. So and I'll let you kind of talk about what you like. But what I love about hip hop, first of all, is there's almost no slow songs. No. Like it's all like high energy. There's no ballads. Yeah. There's no love songs. Yeah. So it's all high energy and old school hip hop. A lot of it has a sense of humor too. Yeah, for sure. There was a lot of like in jokes and and funny stuff. Yeah. Uh, by the way, what I don't like about hip hop, some of it doesn't age well. Obviously, true. But that's production value. Yep. Um, and a lot of times it drop in like 1989, and yeah, then yeah. it's very dated. Public Enemy, uh, public enemy <laughs> and and some of the other Even like KRS1, I think, has a few dates in there. Mm -hmm. But what I don't like, especially about new hip hop, and Michael Rappaport talks about this a lot of like young cats coming into the game and being like, I don't give a fuck who Wu Tang is. Right. Like, you ask anybody in rock music who the Beatles are, who Jimi Hendrix is. There there isn't a guitarist out there now who doesn't know who Hendrix, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Clapton. But like, they have such a (laughs) reverence for the history and new cats at hip hop. Don't seem to have the same level of respect for Africa Bambada and Sugar Hill and all those dudes who, all those cats who came before them that mm-hmm. laid the groundwork. But back to the sense of humor thing, LL Cool J, I'm the type of guy. Oh. <laughs> One of the greatest lines in all of hip hop. Oh, yeah. I'm the type of guy who leaves his straws in your hamper. Yep. I love that line. It's <laughs> the funniest shit to me. You know what's great about him, though, too, is <clears throat> I think he might have gotten a lot of shit for it at
1: some point, was he basically came out with an album that was just base, like, based on, like, getting women. Yeah. Like, you know yeah, what man. I mean? Like, it was I mean, just... Really ladies love cool Yeah, games. man. Yeah. Like,
0: that was the shit. Like, that, mm-hmm. he was... He laid that foundation. Yeah. And kudos to him now. Like, I don't know how long he's been on NCIS, but that dude is still jacked. Yeah, he's a brick shithouse. I feel mm. like he could still play line in the NFL. He's yeah. a beast. Well, what, what was uh.
1: Oh, what was the movie? Oliver Stone? Yeah. Jamie yeah. Foxx was the quarterback?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Any Given Sunday. Any Given Sunday. Yeah. Yep. yeah.
1: Exactly. That's right. Moose in that. Yep.
0: Yep. <clears throat> All right. And my number five, Run DMC, Run's House. Whose house? Run's House yeah. House. Yeah. Dogma is one of my favorite movies. So good. With Kevin Smith. And after they mow down everybody in that boardroom, <laughs> yeah. Matt Damon walks out going, whose house? <laughs> Runs. <laughs> was it the boardroom or after they killed everybody on the bus? I think it was the bus. Uh, yeah, because the, yeah.
1: the boardroom was when he goes. uh You didn't say "God bless you" after. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, so those are my first five in. What do you got? So,
1: give me the rundown on on your five. Why did it? Why would those standouts to you? Right
0: off the top. Um. RTJ just kind of being RTJ more new like and... it was, again like I could have put every RTJ yeah, like yeah. and what I love about the RTJ albums too is they're just one long song yeah that's the other thing I don't like about especially old school hip hop is the skits yeah. sometimes yeah Dre, Dre had that a lot yeah she especially like if you put it on like shuffle or you, know, <clears> you mix a playlist up and like the next song that comes up is just a skit yeah and there's no music there um, RTJ I feel like. And that's one that I got from you. And again, like the connection to music, like you were the one who brought and said, "Yo, you got to listen to this. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a hip hop playlist that I listen to at work all the time. So like Eric B and Rakim, Dead Prez, uh, all those other four are there all the time. Yeah. Which is why when I came up with this idea, I was like, oh, this will be easy. I already have the playlist. But there's like eight Tribe Called Quest songs on there, yep. and, you know, eight, you know, Beastie Boy songs and then, and now to narrow it down to one got really hard. But these are like just some of my favorites from that list. Yeah, um, yeah. And nice. then, then it gets a little weirder as it goes on. But <laughs> well,
1: the thing about it too is, you know, you take, like you said, you have, say Wu Tang, right? Mm-hmm. And you can have ten million Wu Tang songs. Yes, yeah. but it's the subsidiaries. It's all the spinoffs. Like you could have yeah. another. 10 uh method man songs, mm-hmm. another 10 ray Kwan yeah. songs, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that kind of stuff, like you know, old dirty bastard, like, oh, yeah, his first, was, yeah, yeah. You know, I was looking
0: at shimmy shimmy, ya. yeah, right?
1: Like it's, I don't know, it just goes in such a crazy direction, but yeah. all right, so I did Eric B and Rock campaign in full, love it because that's that's the album, mm-hmm. like I bought that album, you know, I bought that CD, I remember like buying it down at Jellies. Oh, yeah. For you know, mm-hmm. super cheap, used, whatever, and kept thinking to myself, like, who would give this up? Who would give this album? up? Yeah. So, Eric B. and Rakim always on there. Um, <clears throat> I put um, Gangstar, Mass Appeal. Funny, All you right. got that? <laughs> I got
0: Gangstar, Mass Appeal. Yeah,
1: uh, and that was a last minute edition, too. It's such a good song. Man. Yeah, it, like, it's so great. Yeah. Plus, I mean, shouts to Premiere, who's still working with um, RTJ and you know, guru like, you know, <clears throat> being a mm-hmm. Boston guy and all that stuff, it's kinda just helps it feeds the fodder, I'd say, mm-hmm. to to put those guys on there. But um I put um, Yeah, I forgot
0: they had a local tie in too. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I put K R S one, Sound of the Police.
0: I had that. I didn't it didn't end up making it on the list, but it's on my master playlist. So it's one of
1: those songs where you could be at a show you could be anywhere and if you hear that whoop whoop mm-hmm. you're just like it brings you to that KRS-One spot so mm-hmm. like it's it not only was it a great song and not only is KRS-One like, one of the yeah. greatest rappers yeah. that to ever touched the planet mm-hmm. but it made that impact of like you hear that
0: whoop whoop and yep. you know exactly what's happening right now you know yeah I feel like it, at first when you first hear it like, you're like oh this is kind of kitschy yeah I don't want to hear it. Yeah, and then you just keep listening, yeah. and it just <laughs> never goes no, away. No, like yeah, yeah, it's so good.
1: Because you, I mean, there's again, it's we could do 15 best K R S ones Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's he cool. was
0: was he part of EPMD too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were all yeah, Boogie Down Productions. Yeah, boogie Down. Yep. He, he even did like BDP.
1: Um, I think he did like a full album. I remember having this is gonna date myself, mm-hmm. but I remember having a cassette single. Of a Boogie Down Productions yep. um, song. I wish I could remember what the name of the song was, but I remember it
0: had a black sleeve around it. I, I remember it because I worked in a record store. No shit. Back then. Yeah. I worked it for Record Town, yeah. No and kidding. I remember BDP. Yep. And thinking, like, what is this? And then, you know, 30 sure. years later, I'm putting it like, on the show. <laughs> where is this? Right. You know? Well, well that's, that's the other thing, too, is trying to, like, dig up all that old
1: dirt that you used mm-hmm. to listen to when you know yeah, because it's not all up on Spotify. No, no. I ended up having to like going through like YouTube and Google, and mm. honestly, like I sat in fo- on my floor, looking at my records and CDs, and just going, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, mm. oh yeah," which was super annoying. But <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, but it was fun to you know play. Fun the to record. go back. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, so that was what was that three? Mass Appeal, Keras one, Eric B. Rakim. Yep um i went with um and this is one of those ones that i was on the fence about because there's so
0: many good songs but i went award tour all right tribe called quest it's funny (laughs) because i had i had that on my list yeah and then like as i'm going through and i'm listening to all these different songs i was like god tribe is great yeah and then i just put on tribe anthology yeah and i picked a different song but award tour was award, on there award tour is just such it's one of those ones too where it's that
1: that beat that you just you bob to but in the same breath you could introduce someone to that yeah. genre and it's not aggressive it's not nope. hyper it's nope. not angry it's very just like Bam,
0: yep. You know what I mean? It's got that beat that yep. you can bob to, and there's that whole Afrocentric yeah, movement yeah, too. And yeah. does anybody have a sweeter voice than Tip? I don't think so. I that dude is that voice comes out and like I'm ready to throw myself in. Like, I know that <laughs> he should get that. There's those like, all right. So
1: if you look at that whole, and that's another thing to kind of take of it, you can say, like, all right, well, this is all you know, tribe leaders of the new school, mm-hmm. Queen Latifah. You know what I mean? That whole group yeah. that was. You know, yeah. Queen Latifah. I completely forget about that. You and I, two on my list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, last song on here was the first like rap song that I kind of got in trouble for listening to. So when I was younger, um, a lot younger. Um, I got two cassettes, mm-hmm. and I got them from <laughs> Strawberries at Webster Square. All right, yeah. And uh, it was Faith More the real thing. That was the fir- first cassette I ever bought. The second cassette I ever bought was uh, Cypress Hill's first album.
0: All right, yeah. it was. Be- I knew there'd be a Cypress Hill song on there. There's,
1: I could do, eight hundred. Yeah. Cy- right, that's, that's those guys are just the best thing since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. And it again, it was a single cassette. It had mm-hmm. one track on it. It had what, like two tracks and then it had like a revamped version of the same track yeah, on the opposite side yeah. or something like that. And it was real estate. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was how, that was my introduction to hip hop was mm-hmm. real estate. And then it was like hand on the pump. Well, and then it came like how I could
0: just kill, kill a man, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And
1: it's easy to put kill a man on there. Cause that's just such
0: a timeless yep. song. Um, You know, if, by the way it. that shows up on our covers episode oh really oh yeah, yeah, yeah when yeah. we do a covers playlist yeah oh that rage rage cover regime? oh, oh kill a man God. yeah
1: that's absurd no. so real estate was the one that it just got i don't know it got me moving to the point like we listen to the beasties and shit like that but for some reason we never put beasties into that hip-hop category was not put them into like that punk category yeah. because before license to ill they were a punk yeah, band, punk band yeah. you know yeah. um and then once that came out it kind of changed everything for like us white guys yeah. we like oh we we don't like them hip yeah. it's you know now we yeah. have a representation of how like a segue
0: yeah
1: and those guys were on tour Maybe
0: snow wasn't <laughs> <laughs> I mean you look in boom, boom <laughs> yeah. uh, I think you said something about lick your bum bum down. Your, you know, know. It, was, your, it was weird. Lick your bum bum down. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We kinda like want them. that guy from uh Oh, who's the, who's the who's the does who's the guy that does the cover of Down with the Sickness? And he does it in like that club like the uh lounge style.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on <laughs> down yeah. with the sickness. It'd be great if they had a the snow <laughs> Yeah.
1: Anyway, um, but yeah, first one of the first shows I ever saw, down at the Worcester Auditorium.
0: The odd, the odd, yeah, that's been closed forever, unfortunately. Yeah, I saw Prince there. Did you really? Yeah. Oh. Um,
1: but it was Far Side. All right,
0: Cypress, Beastie Boys. Wow. Yeah. Before they were banned from Worcester, pretty much. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think it was like mid '90s yeah early to mid 90s well yep. but I remember like being there smoking blunts with um security staff and shit like that and I was listening to an interview fairly recently about mm-hmm. them getting away with actually smoking weed on stage
0: mm-hmm.
1: so they would get to a certain point in the in the concert where they're just like all right you know they're in their thoughts we're gonna smoke now yep so they just light up and start smoking and that was your cue Like, all right, well, they're smoking, so... Yeah, we can (laughs) smoke now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Uh, we did this before the show, but now we can do it here. All right. So, spiritually, we have moved on to El Mayor and Yeho. I love these guys. Um, They do everything a little bit longer than they're supposed to. So, like, Yeho is... Supposed to be twelve months. Mm-hmm. This is eighteen to thirty-six months, so it's basically an extra añejo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just did a barrel pick <clears> with <throat> these guys, so I have a single barrel reposado coming from them. Ooh, uh, they're a Luxco brand. Uh, so bourbon barrel aged añejo, all the color is still there. So for people that don't understand, give them kind of like the lowdown on, like why can't I make tequila. So tequila is, every country has a different way, like AOC, area of uh, origin control, or IG, indication of geography. Mm-hmm. So much like bourbon <clears throat> is uniquely American, and cognac is uniquely French, yeah. tequila can only come from Mexico. This is international trade law. It basically has a lot to do with money, but, you know, the best quality tequila is. you can make agave spirits elsewhere but you can't call them tequila they basically be o to v at that yeah <clears throat> yeah and it's made from a succulent which is blue agave yep. um also known as weber agave named after dr weber who was the guy who discovered that um and most people don't realize like there are hundreds of varieties of agaves down there yeah uh, and mezcal can use about <clears throat> 50 of them but tequila can only use one, one. yep um And the the classification Blanco is basically just freshly made and bottled. That might age it for a couple of weeks. Uh, Reposado, which loosely translates to rested, typically six months. Um, The El Mayor is nine. And then Añejo is at least 12 months. Extra Añejo is, I think, three years plus. Um, And then Cristalino tequila, like we just had, is basically aged tequila that's been charcoal filtered to... Take the color out. Most of them are in añejos when it comes to cristalinos. Although i started to poke around and there's a few reposados out there, which I kind of feel cheats it, but yeah. But yeah, I love these guys. Cheers. It's cool. Um, and again, Lux So, you're talking maybe Ezra Brooks barrels, Rebel barrels, yep. Davies County barrels. Now that they're owned by MGP, like, it. Who knows what the bourbon barrels are, but. They're all good mm. brands of bourbon. Mm.
1: Imagine like trying to convince your kid, like, no, that he's he's like a hardcore rapper.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. No, no, he's
1: he's detective. Whatever the hell his name is. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's like the hardest rapper. Never mind body count.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Also ironic. All right. So somewhere <laughs> my recording cut out, we had to restart it there. Um <clears throat> just to recap for whatever we have missed. So far I'm in on round two with Black Sheep Choice is yours, Beastie Boys Eggman, yep. Tribe Called Quest, Check the Rhyme, mm. Ice Tea Colors, mm. and number five, Public Enemy Bring the Noise. So I have Anthrax Public Enemy Bring the Noise.
1: I thought of that. And the only reason why I put it on there was because of like the metalhead aspect in me, mm-hmm. that like back in the day, you could see that video on MTV. Oh yeah, like
0: all the time. Well, yep. it was up there quite a bit. Yep. But on yeah, both I, sides too, headbangers and Yo and Yo and Yo reps. MTV reps. Yep. yep, more proof too of like when you talk to both sides of that, they were just hanging out. They, they thought no, each other was cool. There's you know no like, difference. So it wasn't as black and white of a thing as. We were all made to believe. Right. It was. Right. So, yeah. Those are my 10 in. What do you got for me? I'm going to. Oh, shit. Sure. There
1: we go. All right. So, because I did this one, I might have to uh, add. Cause I feel like I lost a few. Um.
0: So, Ice Cube. <coughs> yeah. Good day. Yeah. You know, and I had good day on my list, too probably listen to that song six times today <laughs> and the
1: thing about good day is it's not one of those it's actually a
0: positive song it is from yeah a re- really the king of gangster yeah, yeah i mean nwa like i remember as a white kid the first time i heard oh nwa like what is this what are these guys saying we're gonna get in trouble yes
1: <clears throat> fuck the police yeah whoa and in that being said I don't have NWA on my list. No, no. But um, Good Day was just one of those, like, you know that you're having a fucked up week, right? Nothing's going right from Monday to Friday. You get to Friday and you ain't got no job. (laughs) You ain't shit to do. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, when you got to Friday, even back then, even to today, if things just go well... Mm -hmm you're good like yep. it's just a good day you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's not you know yeah you made it to work on time you had lunch at a decent hour you got off shift when you were supposed to get mm-hmm. off shift everything that you were supposed to accomplish during that day you did mm-hmm. you know so no matter what you do when you listen to the song like it's his day yeah like he's avoiding cops and he's yeah. not getting shot and he's meeting up with chicks and all this different shit and yeah it's an exaggerated version of a day for the rest of us but to me it was you know it was when you ordered dinner you know like if you got a Mm -hmm. fucking steak and cheese at at you know wherever you're like oh man yeah this is like the best steak and cheese like that was your day like it just made sense and it was great Mm -hmm. so you you gotta put that on there it's just an anthem
0: um Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with yeah mine would have been bring the ruckus I
1: was on the, uh, I was on the fence about both of those. And the reason why I went with nothing to fuck with was, you just, I mean, it just says it. Yeah. You don't, you don't fuck with Wu-Tang, yep. Yep. you know, and it gives you every representation across the, across the board. You know, everybody in Wu-Tang that made, you know, Yeah. Those, you know, guys like Ghostface who were. Fucking phenomenal rapper. You oh. know what I mean? Just these guys are fantastic yeah. rappers.
0: And to give them their little spot in the sun, just that was the song that did not for me. I think they're so, even though is they're highly esteemed, like, they're still underrated. Like, to coordinate eight different voices in a song, the business plan that they had RZA. before they even started, that oh, they knew they were going to spread everybody out, yeah. and, and spider web the whole world, like, and... Just the you know ODB comes out of that meth yep. red, ghost Ghostface, like,
1: Ghostface like, some of the greatest rappers yeah. to ever. You know,
0: and they're still going. Yeah, yeah,
1: together. Yeah, together and separate. Yep. It was another really great documentary too. It's so good. Yeah. Um. So Ice Cube, Good Day, Wu Tang. Was the was that it so far? Yeah.
0: Yep.
1: Um. Scarface, My Block. No. Yeah. Just. Ghetto Boys, like the whole that I, because I, I was on the fence. I was Ghetto Boys or Scarface, mm. and I really like Scarface. That whole album is just so good. But to uh, to hear him say like what's going on in his neighborhood, and mm. to have like certain slang terms like everything is everything for sheezy, you know what I mean? Like you didn't hear that yeah yeah you know, before, you know, and that's. That's that down south shit that's, you know, so it's not east, it's not west, it's now we're getting Mm. into that southern aspect, and you could go Mm. on a fucking tirade as far as that's concerned. Um, Beastie Boys, Looking Down the Battle of a Gun. Nice. Nice. Again, Paul's Boutique. Yeah. You know? Mm. Um, And the funny part about it is I didn't fall in love with this song until I listened to the Beavis and Butthead. Uh, movie soundtrack because they had a more like metal version yep, of yep. it on that soundtrack
0: mm-hmm.
1: you listen to Paul's Boutique and you're like eh, this is mm-hmm. great and you kind of like coast over it a little bit yep. and then you hear it again from a different perspective again on the covers yep. thing yep, yep. Um, that's one two three four uh, Shook One's part two Mob Deep nice Yep. you
0: could sing that song from mm-hmm. front to back you could right here. Mob Deep. I think a Tupac's hit him up. Yeah, where he calls out <laughs> Mob Deep, <clears throat> which was oh, I went back and forth on hit him up too. but Save that. That's a tough one. So
1: that was one <clears throat> where you know you knew. Um, you just you got to a certain point where you you could sing the 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 chorus. Mm-hmm. You know, cowardly hearts and straight up shook ones. Unit crooks on. You know, mm. but you could, like, once you started listening to it and the flow that it went was just, it was perfect for me. And Mob mm. Deep was so gritty. Yeah. You know? So, uh, that, that's, yeah, that's my yeah. second five. So, Ice Cube, good day. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Scarface, my block. Beasties looking down the barrel of a gun. And then Shook One's part two from Mob Deep.
0: All right. Getting into the final round. We just poured off so Espalon six-year extra Añejo. I love Espelon. Just pound for pound, dollars for dollars. One of the better tequilas out there. I mean, every bottle has a rooster on it. And I forget the rooster's name, but he's on every single bottle. Yeah. Oh. It's like a Mexican revolutionary art. Oh, yeah. yeah. On the neck there. Nope. Yep. Yeah. So this is six-year-old Extra Añejo. Hmm. The bottle is black, frosted. If you've ever seen the Espelon bottle, it's the same shape, but definitely a different yeah, bottle. usually they just have wraps. This one's about 120 on the shelf, if you can get it. And that's if you can get it, because right now, anything good coming out of Mexico is getting really, really difficult. Cheers, cheers. cheers. Nose on that's not... Yeah, it's an elegance for tequila. You
1: would think you were drinking, like, new whiskey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I know... For their añejo bourbon barrel, they're using wild turkey barrels. Okay. So I wouldn't <coughs> be surprised if they were the same turkey barrels. Yeah. Yeah, there's just like a softness and mm. elegance. Actually, a nice little bit of tannin in there too. Yeah, it hits the uh, mm. it hits the old jobo in there.
1: But delicious, like still in that vegetal aspect. <clears throat> it's definitely got that
0: tequila pop to it. Yeah, it stays true to what you want out of good tequila. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, I have never had the Class A Azul stuff, which is what everybody's kind of going after right now. Yeah, I think it's just fancy bottle. Not for nothing, I love this bottle. The bottle's awesome. It's dark. It's all the imagery on it is just fantastic, and it's not a label like that's kind of painted and etched onto the bottle Hmm. why do you think they went from 41 percent? i don't know um and i ask that like when i talked to amanda from virginia like why do you go at 92 and you're distilling now like as you guys play with it it like just just, there's there's a proof point where the alcohol brings out the right amount of flavors where the alcohol doesn't overpower it you know peter thomas and i when we talk about these things we always talk about his big thing is balance. Mm. It's got to have balance. Like yeah. you know, if there's a sweet element, there's going to be a dry element. If yeah. there's if there's heat, then there's going to be like it's all going to be in check. You don't want one flavor killing the other one, right? So I think you you go to that. It is interesting that the older ones are a little bit higher in proof yeah. with the Espelon line, um, but I've got to assume that that's they just figured that extra couple of proof points maximize the flavor we've done a couple where we're just you know we're shooting for a number and it
1: it's fine but it's watered down Mm.
0: you you know
1: you get to a certain point where your palate's just kind of like it's it's not boozy enough yeah which kind of makes it sound like an
0: alcoholic but in the same breath it's it's true it's just not boozy enough yeah i mean sometimes it's the boozy flavor sometimes it's the alcohol that gives it the body right sometimes it needs more alcohol just to have more something more body there right yeah without a doubt all right, we're ready to wrap the final five. Oh, final five. And then I've got something truly special for us to drink. Ooh. All right, so my final five gets a little darker, a little heavier, uh, and I was kind of on the fence of, like, do I want to go? I had this whole thing where, like, I was going to put in, like, Biggie's Who Shot Ya? Yeah, yeah. With Tupac's Hit em Up. Yeah, because I feel like they're companion pieces. Yeah. Really. Um, but in the end, I opted Kind of out of that. Uh, EPMD, strictly business. Hmm. Old school, classic. And there's something about some of those old school, like I get there on dated tape machines or whatever, but they still sound good. Like the beats still sound good. The rhymes are still relevant. Like It's still, I put that on now, and if that came out last week, I'd be okay with it. Oh, yeah. Like it stands the test of time. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, number two, Ghetto Boys. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> yeah, I, how can you not feel gangster listening? To oh my song? god! And I mean, <laughs> the amount of times I've seen Office Space. Yeah, but they're just out pummeling the printer in the middle of the field. Like yep. again, a, a lot of language, <laughs> but if you can listen through it, like it's funny, and, and the the lines about like the president being a gangster in the end of the song. Like, that's killer. Yeah. Yeah, I had Gangstar Mass Appeal. So I'm going to bump Gangstar out because it's already on yours. Maybe throw in House of Pain, jump around. So, I
1: was like, yeah, yes, I would agree with that 110%. And the only reason why is because... It was either that or Eminem's White America.
0: Because they're both like anthems. Yeah, they really are. They're, They're like hip-hop's version of arena rock right
1: i i i would i agree with that
0: yeah 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 i had a couple you know uh, that i was using its alternates or something from jay-z um 99 problems right and i didn't go a lot of new stuff but jay-z's niggas in paris dude it, with it, kanye with kanye dude. is pretty great that's, that's a bad um But yeah, I'm going to stick with House of Pain, jump around to replace Gangstar. Uh, Nas, New York State of Mind. Okay. All right. (laughs) Groundbreaking. Like that first Nas album, what did he have? Like every producer in New York working on it, and he hadn't even dropped an album yet. So good. And the fact that it sounds so linear with everybody else producing it, like there's a different producer for every track almost. And the fact that you could put that album on now.
1: Yeah. And it'll still sound raw. Yeah. You know, it's it's not, it doesn't take away from time. No. Like time is, no. time is literally its friend at this point.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And my number five, uh, Blackstar definition. Okay. Yeah.
1: Most Def. Talib Kali. Yeah. Yeah. And individually. Individually. that's fantastic. fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I saw uh, Talib, uh, he was on the bright like liquid mix or something they would do that yeah i forget what it was called like i think it was called like liquid mix so I actually saw robin randolph on that tour as well <clears throat> it was a bunch of like hip-hop black artists yeah great great tour he
1: closed for Chappelle the last I saw him. really Quali came out and played he closed for Ch- and the funny part about was everybody's like mm. scattering and leaving mm. and Talib Quali comes out and i'm like Where the fuck are you going? It's still a party. (laughs) For real. (laughs) The 40-year-old white guy going, what's wrong with you people? Don't you understand? (laughs) (laughs) So, So yeah,
0: that's my final five. EPMD, Strictly Business, Ghetto Boys, damn it feels good. Nice. Um, We decided to go House of Pain, jump around, which is almost too cliche of it be like putting like opp in there no but i mean it to me it makes sense but they were yeah,
1: you know, i mean even everlast
0: was yeah he's still kicking I mean, around
1: Muggs was part of like cyprus that whole nine you know yeah. soul assassins that whole thing like mm-hmm. you know those
0: guys they they and never mind everlast's solo career yeah for, right? for a minute there was yeah i think he's still doing something i mean Dude, get to work with Santana. Like, can you right. imagine? Like, they're doing jump around, and then a few years later, he's he's hanging with Santana. Carlos
1: Santana. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't jump around because Carlos Santana is a little old.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might hurt something. I bet you he can still jump around. <laughs> he's probably got some great weed. Too. Yeah, yeah, no question. All right, what do you got for final five? All right,
1: final five. Uh, I went with Latifah. U N I T Y. That's a great one. Yeah, I could not. Overlooked the ladies on this because it was um you know between that and salt and pepper yeah know, salt and pepper and like you know that was those are. uh
0: yeah the ladies MC, don't M-
1: always get their due. mc light you know yeah oh yeah just you know fantastic rappers and some bangers out there that just did not get their just desserts mm-hmm. uh i went with uh pete rock and seal smooth nice let the reminisce over you nice yeah, nice nice it's soft mm-hmm. and it's like if you listen to it just for the beat like that like hooked yeah and mm-hmm. then when you listen to the song and start to understand that there's a little bit more substance to that song mm-hmm. than just you know mm-hmm. th- they reminisce over you so it's talking about when you when you're dead yeah you know so yeah. it gets to that dark aspect yeah. but
0: you can still have that hip hop fun feel mm. to it. Uh, nursery rhymes, yeah, Slick Rick. Yeah, I had that on my list, and then uh, I feel like does Blackstar do like a version of that too? I think so. I think it's called Child's Story. Yes, it's it's kind of a play on that. Yeah,
1: is that the maybe that's is that the one that
0: No, star it's star? it's nursery rhymes. It's nursery. All right, but I think uh, yeah, I think Blackstar actually does. Uh, it's called like Child's yeah. song or something. Because I heard it, I was like, oh, "That sounds like Slick." Oh yeah, no, that is Slick Rick. So my boy Dan used to actually,
1: um, he was in a band. He was like in a new metal like rap, new metal like rap, rap rock band. Nope. You actually got to meet Slick Rick. He was showing me a picture of him the other day. He's got the eye patch on and all the all the gear and shit. It's kind of a bad motherfucker. Um. So. P Roxy L Smooth, slickrick Queen, Nas. It ain't hard to tell.
0: Yeah, that's another one. Like, like how do you pick one Nas? Like, especially off of L Matic. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That whole album is just insanely good. Um, and then uh, Big Daddy Kane. Enough respect. Beautiful. I mean, you can't cannot overlook Big Daddy Kane considering the fact that the man as dance moves.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: <clears throat> All right. So anyway, I'm going to cut. Now on like West Coast, you know, like Trey, Snoop, you know, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So. All
0: right. So yeah, we're back recording. I've got something really, really special that I want to share with you. And as we kind of wrap up, we were talking kind of in between break while I was waiting for this to load, and I'm gonna pour a healthy pour of this because we're gonna wrap up, and then maybe there'll be some bonus content where we're gonna go off the rails. But <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty awesome list. And again, like, all right, before we get into the, the wrapping up, I'll talk about what we're gonna drink here. So this is El Mayor Extra Añejo. I'm gonna tell this story again. I told it on the use So Wine Spirits podcast. Uh, I love these guys at El Mayor. Like I mentioned earlier. This is extra in Yeho limited release, 38 months in sherry barrels, not finished in sherry, 38 months in sherry barrels. So I knew this was limited. Uh, I had called my sales rep. I said, Hey, do you have any? They didn't have any. I actually emailed, uh, my friend Tracy who works for Luxco. Mm. Um, so she reps the whole Northeast. I said, is there any of it out there? And she said, I don't think there's any more of it left. And so, about a month, and that was like seven months ago. A month ago, I'm in Total Wine and we were checking out because my girlfriend doesn't drink. So, we were checking out like the non alcoholic spirits. I wanted to see how they set them up, like from a, a shopping perspective and from a business model of what we're doing. I just happened to wander in the tequila section and I see this bottle up on the shelf. And I was like, Oh shit! Is that what I think it is. That's that's <laughs> it. Now it's a buck thirty on the shelf. I usually walk into a liquor store with a budget of like I'm not spending more than forty bucks today. Yeah. And I see it. And I'm like, it's a buck thirty. I grab it off the shelf. And I'm holding it. And I mean, it's already looking at it. It's already down there. Yeah, have... <laughs> it's in my hand. And so I'm looking at it. And I'm like, oh, Thirty-eight months in, not finished in sherry barrels. All right. With my girlfriend, like, it's hard to spend 130 bucks on liquor when you So I put it back up on the shelf, and I'm looking at it. And as I'm standing there, this kid from Total Wine kind of comes over, and he almost nudges me, and he says, hey, excuse me. He reaches up, and he grabs my bottle, scans it with, like, his cell phone. It clicks, and he turns around, and he walks away. With the bottle? With the bottle. And I'm like, where's he going with my bottle? He was filling an online order. Somebody bought it online for curbside pickup. Oh. While I was no. looking at, I was like, are you kidding me? Ugh. So I went back and a couple weeks later, I was looking at their website to see if they got any more in and they had a rum finish listed. Hmm. So I called my rep and I said, Hey, you know, you probably don't have the sherry finish anymore. Do you have the rum finish in? I said, I got about 20 cases of the sherry finish that just came in. Send it to me. So I got it at cost through work nice um and I bought a whole case and I already sold the whole case like Peter Thomas in Florida is going to grab one when he comes back and then uh my buddy Sean who just had a baby uh, I posted this on Instagram the other day and he messaged me like you know tequila was my first love before bourbon I was like well you can have the bottle (laughs) you need this in your life And literally like he had a baby his wife had a baby on Wednesday so that was his celebration bottle uh, yeah, a little different shape than the other El Mayor. Uh, more stout, round. Looks uh, like a bourbon, of, looks like a bourbon bottle. Yeah, looks like a bourbon bottle. Raised glass on it. Again, thirty-eight months in sherry barrels. That's nice. Buck thirty retail. Price is irrelevant if it's good. It's got that, uh, vermouthy kind of. Yeah, I get so much like nutty citrus yeah. herbal. Mm-hmm. Dude,
1: Cheers. Is fucking hell. Cheers.
0: That doesn't taste like any tequila I've ever had. No, it's got this like ginger ale kind of Yeah. That's weird. It's thick, it's sweet. Yeah. It's real bust it's <clears throat> yeah I mean it's still 80 proof mm. but man like the sweetness the nutty out the nose
1: you get the it's tequila mm. no question but that come across is yeah, yeah
0: completely unexpected that's I mean that's special mm. and literally when it showed up at the store I was just I was shaking all day like <laughs> I've got to open it I've got to open it I don't have the money in my bank account buy that I don't care I'm gonna find the money and then I <laughs> cracked it, and it was, uh, yeah, and then I grabbed Corey, and I was like, oh, we got to try this, and, like, the look on his face was just oh, his face. That is beautiful. Absolutely. You know, I've unfortunately spoiled Corey, like, he's like, gonna 25 say, years old. Motherfucker. He's tasting nothing but the <laughs> best that I share with him. Like, and then he's going to go hang out with his boys who are, you know, ripping shots of Cuero and Fireball. Like, it's, oh, a, it's a hard, hard listen. So, we get 30 great songs to start this playlist and guys out there. If you're listening, um, hopefully you're listening, add to the playlist. Let us know what you want to see put on the playlist. We're yeah. going to make the playlist collaborative. Um, it's out there to be shared. I've already started it. I got to add Steve's 15 tracks and it'll be I'll alive. Run. I'll run down for that. Um, dark horse, dark horse, uh, out of the 15 that we picked <laughs> new, new, so, yeah, that was kind of be my thing is like, if you could add one more, what would it be? <sighs> Which is then going to lead to a whole bunch of other questions, but fun. Um, maybe Eminem's White America, because like you said, it's an anthem thing. NWA, like the one NWA I was going to put on there was Express Yourself. Because there's nothing vulgar about it. It's yeah. a legit, just straightforward. It's the oddity on that straight out of Compton album, because mm-hmm. it's not vicious or violent. It's just it's a fun dance track. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I would maybe go. Jay Z, Big Pimpin'. If I could put one more on, sick dude. That's
1: you know, it's it's one of those songs that you're,
0: you're like, i love to hate to love this. Song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And geez, I mean, he was one of those guys I just never got into. And then over the course of his career, like, all right, well, I like that song. Yeah. And I like that song. Yeah. And I like that song. Yeah. And, and it just, it's so, and I think when I first really started to like him is when he did the MTV Unplugged. Yeah, that was great. And then that Linkin Park that mashup, was, Oh, that was great too. That was super cool. That was good. Um yeah. unexpected. Yeah. I also had uh 99 problems on my list too. How can you uh, not? It's Rick Rubin like yeah. yeah. Rick Rubin, I feel like we could just do a whole whole podcast Dude. on Rick Rubin oh. and music he's touched, freaking Johnny Cash, the Slayer, man. yeah, man, for real. Like uh BC's. Yeah. Linkin Park. Yep yeah um, so yeah i mean that's my one wild card is i'm gonna go jay-z big Pimpin'. what do you got so i kind of came down to two
1: and the reason why i kind of came down to two and i'll i'll give you my final after the two but anything that was out of boot camp so like boot camp click like mm-hmm. you know help the skelter you know what i mean like mm-hmm. So a lot of those guys, but I kind of, what I'm leaning towards is, um, um, anything off of sex packets. Okay. Anything digital underground. Cause you got, you got the album, right? Mm. Humpty dance, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And you get the album and it's Shocky or um, Humpty Hump on the cover with the blue like condom. Yep, right? yep, and you're like, yep. You're like, is he is he holding a condom? Yep. <laughs> yes, yep, yep, yep. You know when you first got it. So I, I think I'm gonna lean towards. Um, I think I'm gonna
0: lean towards digital underground. Anything off of the sex the sex packets. So I, when I was trying to figure out what to put on for Tupac, oh, we'll talk about that. Yeah, but I was looking at like. Um, I I went back and forth. Like hit him up is probably. I'll save it for my wrap up, but like I, I was going through all that, and then I was like, oh, but what about the resurrection soundtrack? Because that's amazing yep. that with this, uh, one day at a time with yep. him and Eminem, yep. uh, which was all done after he died. But like I loved One Day at a Time because Eminem, I like M, but I feel like M as a guest rapper, yeah, is so good. Like you give him a burst in the middle of a song, yeah, it's the most amazing thing. Venom, Venom was killer, like yeah. he's the, I mean, he's a. He's I mean, he, a rapper, he's, right? yeah. He's a genius, he's a rapper, yeah. Um, and the digital underground song that's on that resurrection soundtrack, yeah, which has him has Tupac rapping in the middle of it. I was kind of thinking that one as well, but then, um, the Machiavelli,
1: album. oh, Machiavelli,
0: oh, you know, man. like I was looking that's at such that, a like, good album. how great is Hail Mary from and... start to finish? That whole album is fantastic, ready to die, is... yeah. I mean so sorry the, folks there's, there's, no, there's so much
1: there's so much out there and it's difficult they, to say yeah know. there really is
0: so like those are our extra songs but then like who did we leave out and we left out so many DMS. my list yeah i had dmx uh i've got nothing by biggie like i said nothing by biggie i would have put Kick like, in the who, door like, yeah, yeah who shot you yeah. um and i some of it i stayed away from like you know hypnotize and some of the, yeah, the bigger yeah. poppy stuff even like diddy and yeah you know, even diddy and mace yeah little kim some of that 90s hip-hop yeah uh i didn't have anything from cyprus yep yeah. but there's so much there's so much from, so, and they literally just came up and palm voice. oh my god it, yeah, yeah it, 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 insane in the brain yeah man. insane in the brain is is obviously classic yeah i didn't have anything from eminem on there but neither did i um white america which i have written down was kind of one for me yep. um venom was one for me there, there's so much and again like M as a guest rapper 50 cent 50 yeah you know yep. that first 50 album uh patiently waiting with M's rap kind of in the middle of that was yep. killer yeah dre stuff dre stuff Dude yeah stuff. i didn't have anything from dre on there um i didn't have wu-tang but bring the ruckus would have been yeah my absolute favorite you know I mentioned, about, like, I ran the strip club, and my the strip club is 10 minutes from the house. Yeah. So I would put on Bring the Ruckus when I left the house <laughs> just to get me amped up to go to work <laughs> on a Friday night to go to the strip club. Which,
1: I mean, shit, man. Like, I mean, I I saw Wu-Tang Rage in 98 mm. at um, Greatwoods,
0: which is now whatever the hell it's called. Xfinity or yeah. Comcast or whatever the Ten flavor really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and I remember that they were like late because they were playing video games in the back. <laughs> and <laughs> exactly when Rocha broke his leg and they had to like yep. fly him in to, to mm-hmm. play. But I was, I was excited to see his rage, no question. Mm-hmm. But that was after um, the double album came out. Right. Oh. At the double um, Wu Tang album. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, like, oh man, we're going to see every, you know, every yep. member of Wu Tang that's going to be whatever. Mm-hmm. And you get, like, halfway through the show and the expectation of Rage coming up sooner was not coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. So the crowd got a little yep. hostile. Mm-hmm. Let's just say I got a couple scars from that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, newer? Like, Yellow Wolf? I yeah. I dig Yellow Wolf. Yeah. Um, especially the track he did for Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Uh, that one was cool. Yeah. Post Malone, I didn't know, like, does he fit in hip-hop? You... So I was thinking about that like Post Malone Drake uh, I don't, I don't Drake know. can drop off um couldn't care less but Post Kid Malone future, I, I like. yeah, future Kid yeah. uh, Kid Cuddy, Cuddy I you love, know yeah. Yeah. um Kanye wouldn't even put on there Kanye's not on there uh he, Tyler the Creator I love those guys uh the hero Pearl, Pearl sweatshirt and yeah all that. yeah you it's know basically. so there's a lot of like newer cats that I kind of uh Ludacris Ludac Yeah. You know, Ludas gets some great things. We're talking about like Southern hip hop. Yeah. Ludacris is ATL all the way. Little John. Outcast. Little Wayne. Outcast. I was. My problem with Outcast is I couldn't find a song. Like Aquamini, I can listen to start to finish. Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks. uh, Bombs Bombs Over Baghdad. You know, like especially the early, like when they were still dungeon. Yeah. Like yeah, Outcast was a big one. Ludacris, like I said, Little John, Little Wayne, yeah. um, all those like cash money, all cash money. Yeah. Um, who's the other one? Uh, the soldiers guy there. Oh, the, the boxing. He had a boxing fucking promotion, and uh, his kid is in it too. Uh, it's gonna kill me. Anyway. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Bone like, Thugs in Harmony was another oh, one. Oh. Crossroads, like that talk about like there's not a lot of slow hip hop, but oh. those guys were fantastic as well. Yeah. Who you got leaving out?
1: Funk Doobie. <sighs> Funk dubiest. Um You know that was a big Far Side.
0: Oh yeah, Far Side. Um, I had there in one of my playlists as well. Yeah. We've got nothing from De La Soul, De La, yep. but if Three Feet High and Rising isn't on Spotify right now. It's not. No, because those guys get screwed in that original, what was the record label that they were all on? Um, House of Pain was on there too. Tommy Boy? Yep. Is that the name of the album? Yep. The label? Yeah. Yeah, they apparently screwed a lot of people. So, like, Three Feet High, like, they can't get money from... Dela can't get money from Three Feet High and Rise. So really? It's just not that's... on social media. Oh, man. Uh, they I think they just won the rights to their own music a few months Good. back. So I think they're remastering it. But that's why I didn't do Dela. Yeah. Um, Third Bass. Third Bass. Another underrated hip-hop. Who am I thinking of? Um, Naughty by Nature. Naughty by Nature. You know, and that – Even 90s... like those – Yeah, like that.
1: I mean – Shit, that first album that when yeah. with OPP and all that, like that was,
0: yeah, that was a banger. Yeah, and then when, we talk about like NWA. Like NWA, yeah. NWA was great, but then you've got Ice Cube. Yep. you've got Dr. Dre, Snoop, Snoop, Snoop right. coming out of there. Um, it was Yella and
1: those guys didn't really do anything. I mean, those they probably did.
0: I don't know. Like... One of them was in an accident. I remember, yeah, and that was a big deal. And um easy e. easy yeah. yeah who kind of started the whole thing uh-huh. so there's the you know your whole West Coast yep. thing and all the the Shug Night guys like yeah like, that stuff was was wild that's crazy, that's crazy <sighs> to think about I'm gonna pour more of this tequila because <laughs> yeah. way way too good like? Was... all right so we wrap up you got five minutes to prepare Going to deserted island. <laughs> you get to bring three hip hop albums. Oh shit! I Wait. do. Yep. You want me to go first? You yeah. Want to go first. All right.
1: I am going to take
0: <clears throat> three hip hop albums. Fuck oh, me, running. I mean, I can go first because I thought about this earlier. So yeah, I'll go give me a little bit of time, please. I'm going Tupac's Greatest Hits. Okay, because it's a double album. It's a bonus. I'm going. Tribe Called Quest Anthology. Okay. Because I feel like that's the smooth. Tupac is the heavy. Yeah, it's, Yep. And then RTJ, Run the Jewels 3. Oh, I, for some reason I had a feeling you were going to say that. I just, and I know like we kind of differ a little bit on which yeah. one our favorite is. I, I mean, I have a playlist that literally runs RTJ 1 through 4. Was, and I just play it consecutively. Was 3 your introduction? I think two was the first okay. one you gave me. Yep, because that's a great. Album. And then yeah, and that's the one that has uh close your eyes on it. Yep. It's two. Yep. And then three came out, and I just got lost in, in three. Yeah. And like I like four.
1: It's, yeah, the new one is good.
0: Yeah. Um, and I like one. Like I said, I just I'll go and I'll listen to all four. That right. Rec- around. That show that they did the, like the
1: fucking um quarantine show did you see that i didn't see that oh, no it's so good it's only like 45 50 mm-hmm. minutes long but they play rtj4 from front to back and it's it's, it's nice amazing
0: um and as a reminder like we don't have any killer mike no on our list nope so yeah guys go discover killer mike yeah for real or l or yep, you know, that whole goody mob okay. oh my all those CeeLo Green, like, yeah, um,
1: yeah even like Danny Brown, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like, I, I love him. Yep. He's fantastic. Um, Three albums to take. So you,
0: it was 2Pac's Greatest, three, hits, uh, Tribes Anthology, and RTJ 3. Oh, man. I would go... And if I could add one more, it would be Paul's boutique. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good call. Um,
1: Cypress Hill first album. Cypress Hill's first album, um, just because it's got a good balance of like, you know, bangers and like, you know, stuff you can dance yep. to. Um, <laughs> this is weird because it's not on my list, but the skeleton Nocturnal. It's um. It's a ripper but in the same breath it's you know it's there's a song in there where he's sitting down talking to a psychologist you know what i mean the Mm -hmm. banter between a psychologist and himself and expressing Mm -hmm. you know his emotions and shit like that it just it 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 spoke to me way back even though it wasn't on my top 15. and i don't i wouldn't actually like say this is my top 15. no
0: no it's just the first 15 that like in yeah yeah, when we come back, there'll be 15 more. Oh, yeah. It's, no question. This playlist will grow uh, over time.
1: Uh, Apocalypse 91. Yeah. You know, or Fear of a Black Planet. It was, it's a public enemy. It's bangers. It's it's poignant. It, it'll it get you through the day. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're stuck on an island and you got work to do. Yep. You know, slap your your headphones
0: in and get stuff done, you mm-hmm. know. I feel like with Public Enemy too. Like, you think of them like they're political, very black power. And right. when you listen to it, you're like, it's actually just hip hop. Like, it's still dance music. Like, right. the message is great. No question. It's on point. Right. Chuck D is brilliant. Oh, but I, I think sometimes you think like, oh, it's just gonna be so like political and militant, and it's still just dance music. Yeah, and their stuff is so good. And I'm almost embarrassed and ashamed that. I didn't do a deeper dive on them sooner. They're one of those ones where you, you get that
1: stigma of, you know, it's, it's this, you know, like put your fist the, up the and power. Like, yeah. yeah And it's not, you know, yeah. it it's being socially aware, and mm. making you socially aware of mm. the fact that shit sucks, man. Mm. Like, mm. You know? Mm. Um, but yeah, Chuck can even flame with all his bullshit and, Whatever, hmm. as probably one of the greatest hype men. Oh yeah,
0: to ever touch stage, you know. Well, I mean, him and that dude from the boss tones really. <laughs> <laughs> dude,
1: the Boston's broke up. They're all done. It's it's been forty years. They and... called it quits. Oh, the dancing guy. Yeah. Like the one, <laughs> yeah. The one guy that just <laughs> eat, all he, he does, does is dance. Yeah. He does, like the, the running man for yeah an hour and a half for two hours. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine
0: me and that guy mm. just gonna like sit here? It's the greatest job in the <laughs> world. <laughs> but, but, yep. To I, just, I just dance. Yes. Yeah. What what do you do in the band? <laughs> dance. You think he gets like groupies. Like yeah. Are you the, the, the dancing kind of <laughs> Are you the running man guy? Yeah. I love you. All right, so that's two. One more.
1: <sighs> well, uh, hmm. All right, so Cypress, Helta Skelta.
0: No, there, there was three actually. Yeah, there was three. Oh, Apocalypse right? ninety one. Apocalypse ninety one. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything like I'd say.
1: Well, let me change gears. I'll go fear with the fear of a black planet. You know, I just I remember being a kid and seeing that cover, mm-hmm. and being like, oh my god, yeah. You know, it just seems so epic to me. It was like the first time you saw a Slayer cover. You're like, yeah. we're all gonna die yeah. and go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Not I'm not, not wrong, but
0: all right. I think we've got through all of it. Sick. Yeah, I think yeah. that's it. Again. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um yeah, thank you guys for listening. This has been great. Um we're definitely gonna do this again. Yes. I think please. the next time we do this, uh it's gonna be cover songs, so I think we'll We'll do this playlist, we'll link it up, oh, and then we'll yeah. do a cover songs Covers, playlist, yeah. and then we'll do like a master playlist where we just kind of put this in, because I think the other thing that I want to do, especially in these first few episodes, is like anybody who's out there listening, like I did the Bourdain one, and it gives people kind of an idea of who I am, Yeah, and through music, it's going to give people an idea of like who we are, Yeah, yeah. Um, like what we're into.
1: An introduction to you know if you're not yeah advocate of hip hop in an historical historical aspect you know it'll give you a little bit of reference to
0: yeah and and check out I mean check out the hip hop evolution on yeah, Netflix that's so good and it, it just sort of starts with the nexus and then it goes from like New York we didn't even touch like Missy Elliott no, no no and and a lot of the newer cats yeah there's so much that we just kind of glazed over in there. Houdini. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So much of that stuff. Check out hip hop evolution for the story behind it. Check out, uh, Michael Rappaport's documentary on tribe called quest. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, it's so good. It, lead, it actually leads up to when five passes. away. Right. Um, <clears throat> the documentary good. on Wu Tang. Oh man. It's so, good. um, and there's one on the beastie boys that I haven't watched yet. Neither have I. Um, but that's probably gonna be next on my list. There's one okay. coming up for Cyprus on Showtime. Nice
1: within the next like couple of weeks too. So Muggs was pro promoting it fairly recently. And I know we talk about like what, what we drink while we're listening yeah. to particular things, and I totally appreciate the fact that we were drinking whiskey and tequila. Yeah while going through this because I feel like that's where a lot of these guys would go,
0: you know. Yep. And weed seltzers, which is definitely yeah. where a lot of these and guys are. And weed seltzers, because I'm high as a <laughs> motherfucker right now. All right. We're going to wrap it up. This has been awesome, brother. Yeah. Um, fucking A, Okay. Yeah. We did has it. has been great. It's finally done. Yep. Um, and this is going to set the tone for everything we're doing going forward. Fantastic. Going to crush. Uh, so, yeah, we'll check in with you guys soon. Cheers. Cheers. Yay!